0: Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. Hi to everyone who's watching on Facebook Live. I am happy to be with you today. And to those of you listening on audio, I appreciate you tuning in and subscribing to my podcast. You can find it here on LA Talk Radio, also on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio, and where else? Anywhere you can get podcasts. Please keep subscribing, share this podcast. I love doing it. It has been quite a journey over the last three and a half years. Today is episode 165. And I remember when I was sitting here doing episode one, thinking, what am I doing? And it's brought me in touch with so many guests, so many people I would not have had access to, to have these personal Conversations about who they are and what they do and why they're doing it. The theme, a theme of my show is changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'd love for you to follow me, support my work that I am doing, that I am committed to putting out every week. You can find me on Facebook. And Instagram under NOLA therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy on Twitter at Tahir LCSW. If you put in NOLA therapy, I should, I should come up. Um, what else am I thinking? So, but I'm having a little brain fart here because I'm having a scheduling issue with my guest. Hold on with me. Let me ask him, uh. because if he's, oh, wow. Okay. Got it. Okay. So uh, hang with me all listening. I'm multitasking right now. Um, So I had a guest scheduled. He's a musician and they are on the road. He was going to do the show from the road, but they're going through dead zones and we can't get a connection. So I'm texting him right now to see if there's a way um, to do the show live together. But they are going through dead zones. So, my guest would have been Flow Tribe, this amazing band and an amazing funk band um, out of New Orleans. They formed in 2004. They were featured on MTV, the re- MTV's The Real World. And Chad Pino is a dear friend of mine, the bass player. And this band, check them out, Flow Tribe on Facebook. Flow Tribe on Instagram. They are playing tonight. Let's see. I wrote it down because I knew they would be on the road. Playing tonight in Greensboro, North Carolina at The Crown. Playing tomorrow in Winchester, Virginia at Sweet Nolas. And then Saturday night playing in Herndon, Virginia, um, Arrowbrook Park. So we are going to schedule him again. Let me just let him know. We will schedule again um so this is the unexpected, and, and I do a lot of helping people cope and navigate the unexpected in their lives. As an intuitive psychotherapist, I'm also certified in EMDR, which is a great treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm a Reiki level two practitioner. I have been a therapist for 20 years. I'm licensed in Louisiana and California. So reach out to me, NOLA therapy to book sessions. That's something I want you to know. And I'm just going to go with it today. I didn't expect to, to not have my scheduled guest, but we can't help when cell reception isn't working. So instead of playing an archived rerun, I just want to spend some time with you. I probably won't take the whole 45 minutes, but I feel comfortable enough to just go with this opportunity to have a solo show. I've only done, I think one of those in the last three and a half years. And look, if you're, if you're listening and want to call in, I I can even take callers. I'm at 323 203-0815. 203-0815. We can talk about anything you would like to talk about. 323-203-0815. I think I know how to answer <laughs> calls coming through. So, I figured I'll just take this moment as an opportunity to stretch. I started attending Agape Church here in Los Angeles and Reverend Michael Beckwith was out of town this past Sunday. He was in D.C. with Marianne Williamson, having conducted a meditation, a lecture at the Lincoln Memorial. And so the guest speaker talked to us about stretching and how it's such an important skill set to have, that when life presents the unexpected, we typically want to constrict, or in psychotherapeutic terms, fight, flight, or freeze. And so I had... moment. Like, what do I do? Do I just play a rerun? Do I like freak out? I'm not freaking out. I'm not playing a rerun. I want to take some time to talk to you about just what's been going on for me. And, uh, so this is a really intense time in my life. I decided to come to Los Angeles this summer. I arrived here June 1st. Today is August 15th. And I go back to New Orleans, August 18th. It's my first time spending two months and three weeks in Los Angeles. I typically come for a month or two at the most and I really have started to love being here. It feels finally like a home to me. It feels as comfortable as New Orleans, to tell you the truth. Where I was born and raised, I've spent 48 years living in New, in New Orleans and I came out to Los Angeles and my five-year anniversary is coming up next week. For five years, I've lived in between two amazing cities and there's not a day that goes by that I am not grateful that I took that very fearful step to get on that airplane August 20th in 2014 and come check out Santa Monica through the invitation of a friend who generously offered me her home and car to to see if I, I felt like I wanted to be here and I came here, found an office, booked some appointments to see various facilities, picked Oasis Healing Center, and still have an office there. It's in Mar Vista. And um, again, not a day goes by that I'm, I'm just so happy that I pushed through all my fears and have done, continue, I continue to do what it takes to, um, to live in both cities. And, and my intention is, is for this life this lifestyle to become more and more comfortable financially, especially spiritually, emotionally, to just become more and more easy. I have struggled with feeling pressure and stress and even like, who am I to do this? Who who am I to, to have two homes and These two amazing lives, it's almost like it's too much, it's too big, it's too extravagant, have been thoughts. And then I'm like, no, like, no, it's not. This is why we have come here. We have come here to live an expanded version of ourselves. I am embracing this with every level of my being, with everything I have, with my emotions, my physicality, my spirituality, my finances, and I've just gone all in to create this life. And here I am at five years. It feels like almost yesterday when I arrived not knowing anything. I had only been to Los Angeles one time. It was after Hurricane Katrina. I was an adventure guide for Adventures Cross Country. In 2004, I spent a couple months in Northern California taking 11-year-olds backpacking and camping through Yosemite and some other beautiful areas. It was myself and two other guides. I had never done that kind of work. It was really hard to live in a tent for two months in the wilderness. (laughs) I'm glad I did it. I wouldn't do it again. And I came down to L.A. for one day. We had a van. And when we were off in between our adventure guide jobs, they were two-week trips. I did three two-week trips. I decided to just drive down the coastline. I slept in the van. I ate wheat thins and drank red wine and slept in parking lots, showering at, like, campgrounds I'd sneak into. I mean, this is, like, craziness to me now. And I'm just glad I did it because I wouldn't wouldn't do it again, being 48. But this was when I was – like in my mid to late thirties. And it was just really fun to be free, to just be free living in this van. I drove to Point Reyes, California, this lighthouse, and I'd just take out a map and and think like, what do I want to go see? And just drive out there when I was off, sleep in the van. It was hot as hell in Joshua Tree. I slept in the van in Joshua Tree. It was like, I don't know, 116 degrees. That wasn't very smart. Um, but I just kind of took some time out for myself back then to explore. And I always thought once I got back to new Orleans back then, like, I want to be free like that again. I want to live in California. I want to, I want to give myself that experience and just forgot about it. Katrina happened. My family lost their home along with many friends who moved. I evacuated, was evacuated two months initially. And then for two years, I spent time living in Baton Rouge, uh, developing a private practice there, seeing clients, working at Angola Prison, and I just forgot about California. I forgot about my dream, trying to make a living, put things back together. I put them back together better than they were prior to Hurricane Katrina and just got really comfortable, which was nice. I, I think I needed to give myself some years of just living really comfortably and, uh, Just spending time with friends, seeing clients, not really pushing myself in any particular way. And um, I remember waking up at 43 years old, five years ago, and feeling a panic. Like, you got to do something. You got to get off your ass and, and, and challenge yourself. And it just, it came to mind, California or Hawaii. And I spoke to a friend that suggested California, come check this place out. And I did. And I signed a lease, didn't tell anyone, and um, started coming out here a week at a time, a week per month. I did that uh, two weeks per month. I did that for about a year and a half, seeing if I wanted to be out here in Los Angeles or not, and um, extended that then to a month. And and here we are where I spent the summer here. And uh, a lot of things happened for me this summer. I finished... The manuscript for my book that's coming out, It the working title is The Psycho-Astrology of Chiron, Healing Your Core Wounds, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Empathy and Self-Forgiveness. Inner Traditions Publisher, we signed a deal earlier this summer. It's my first paid book deal, and uh, that was monumental for me to get paid for people to hear my thoughts. And I've spent the last three and a half years researching Chiron. It's spelled c h i r o n Chiron is the wounded healer planet in astrology and in in uh mythology in the archetypes, Carl Jung speaks about the wounded healer, so that's reflected in astrology under the minor planet called Chiron, which orbits, it's an elliptical, odd-looking orbit between the planets of Saturn and Uranus. Saturn is the planet of restriction, of boundaries, of challenges, the taskmaster planet, and Uranus is the planet of the unexpected, of the disruption, the disruption of our lives that comes often unexpectedly. And so Chiron is like this intermediary between what we don't expect, and what constricts us, which is the opportunity to grow, to stretch. Going back to the sermon at Agape last Sunday that the woman was speaking about, our our capacity to stretch and grow beyond where we are right now is quintessential and important in our success. And I'm here to be successful in every way. I am committed to myself. I'm committed to you to help you grow in the areas of success that are important to you. It might, it might be, who knows? There's so many topics. I'm not even going to start listing them. I could spend the next 30 minutes listing areas of potential growth. It's, it's, it's just been such this amazing place that I've created, that I have created this life living here in Los Angeles and in New Orleans. And so I submitted my manuscript to Inner Traditions, After signing the contract, receiving a book advance, and um, I got really depressed after that. That was around, I turned it in on my birthday, June 17th, and I felt an intense depression that took me by surprise. And it was beyond, what do I do with myself now? I knew cognitively that my mission and purpose for the last three and a half years has been to write this book, to articulate what Chiron is, how this wounded healer planet can help you can help me to identify what our core wounds are. There are 12 core wounds that I've identified. And you can go, actually, I have a hidden page on my website. Go to NOLA therapy, N-O-L-A, New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy.com forward slash Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. And you can read some about my book. You can enter your date of birth information, time of birth, date of birth, place of birth. To give you the astrological sign that your Chiron is in. Your Chiron will be in Aries and Taurus and Virgo and Scorpio and Sagittarius, etc. And there'll be a house placement. It'll be in house 1 through 12. So the sign placement tells you, identifies what your core wound is. And I I can just tell you what you are, what what they are. I mean, Chiron and Aries has to do with our core wounding and, and our sense of value and worth. And it causes us to feel like we're not good enough, that we're not doing enough, that no matter how productive we might be, how successful we might be, there's always more. And we might people please to get needs met consciously or subconsciously. It, it can be a challenging placement to, to overcome because it, it's like this nagging sense that like, what can I do to be better, to be more, to feel good enough? And so I talk in my book about affirmations and takeaway steps. And some of the affirmations are: "I am enough." For a Chiron and Aries individual, I am enough. I'm I'm doing I'm doing my best. I am my best. And uh, Chiron in Taurus has to do with a core wounding by neglect. That there was some aspect of neglect in your childhood, and you may have experienced. Sexual abuse, coercion, manipulation um, of some fashion that that causes you to neglect your own inner emotions and your own needs, and um, it can be really painful to to have experienced those kind of traumas. Chiron in Gemini has to do with a core wounding and empathetic attunement. So in your childhood, your your needs, your emotional needs were not attuned to properly. Your caregivers might have you might have gotten lost in the shuffle of siblings and their needs, and so you were left feeling pretty alone in your family though you might have siblings, you might not um but that your sense is that you had to fend for yourself. And we all know that children don't do, they can't do a good job offending for themselves emotionally. And you're left with this misaligned attunement to your own needs, which in your adult life can cause you to have a hard time attuning to others. It might be challenging for you to connect with other people in deep and meaningful ways. And so I talk in the chapter about, first and foremost, developing a really healthy relationship with yourself to your own inner being, to your own preferences, your own likes, and then learning how to articulate that out into the world and um some people even that I know have their Chiron and gemini are are stars like Rihanna has her Chiron and Gemini who else um uh, oh Lord, I wasn't prepared to do this, so I'm blanking, but look at how Rihanna has masterfully connected with others. So she has definitely healed her Chiron and Gemini through performance, through music, through connecting with herself and us, with her gift. I think Katy Perry might be another one too. Don't quote me on that. I'm trying to think of my manuscript. But certainly she is one who has reached us with her music and with her message and, and they have successfully healed Chiron and Gemini. So for that placement, doing something publicly can be great to heal that, that sense of having a hard time connecting with others. Moving on to Chiron in Cancer, that core wounding has to do with uh, wounding by abandonment that you experienced somehow an abandonment growing up in your childhood. And it has to do with your family of origin, your home of origin, and those relationships. And so that can be a painful place Clearly, and some people with displacement have taken their own lives through suicide. If you are one of these individuals, please reach out to me, to another healing practitioner or a friend. It I have lost two clients to suicide in the last three years. And it's been really painful to um have to have coped with that and, and wondered and just imagine they must have been in such deep pain to have taken their lives at that moment, so please don't let that be you. Uh, Chiron in Leo has to do with core wounding in creativity. Leo is such a creative sign, and um, your core wounding has to do with expressing your creativity. You often put other people's needs first, your partner, your children, your loved ones, your work, so it's important for you with this placement to get back to what turns you on, to what really gets you feeling alive and and tuned in to yourself. And people in your life want you to do what makes you happy, what you feel fulfillment in. So if you just set that up, set up the parameters so that you can create personally, you're going to be a better partner, friend, and parent, and employee. So give yourself that opportunity. Moving on to Chiron in uh, Virgo has to do with wounding in health your health and its associated routines. So you have a tendency to neglect your physical health, your emotional health. And the other extreme of that is that you may have hypochondria where you're hyper-focused on your health to to an over extent, to an over kind of like putting everything under the microscope and living in a lot of fear about your health is a better way to say that. Um, so that placement has to do with scheduling your routine doctor's appointment, your well woman visit if you're a female, and um, for a man as well, those exams, and just taking care of your physical health and routines, establishing routines around your physical health and, and its procurement. Um, let's see. Then I'm going in order of I'm seeing the astrological wheel in my head. So after Chiron in Virgo would be Chiron in Libra. And that's a core wounding and personal independence where you feel a loss of identity if you're not partnered. It's hard for you to be alone. You really enjoy being in a relationship. And this, again, Chiron in Libra is different from your sun sign in Libra. It, it's a it's Chiron in Libra, not your sun in Libra. So if you're a Libra, I'm not suggesting that you have a hard time not being in a relationship. This is if you're wounded healer planet. Mm as with all these placements that I'm discussing. In Libra, you just have a hard time being without an intimate relationship. And when you're in one, you often might just go with the flow of your partner's desires and act like everything's cool and fine, even when it's not. So for you, the key is to develop what makes you happy. What are your preferences and interests? And then selecting a partner that, that wants you to verbalize those, that wants you to initiate what you would like to do. It's not always about what they want to do. So that's your work in healing is to to develop a sense of your preference, preferences, and what makes you happy articulating that and learning to be alone. So something for you might be to go to the movies by yourself, which could be really scary. And um, so in the book, I offer a takeaway like that, for instance. Um, Okay, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and come back. Cool. Enjoy. and in all make the world a better place for everyone. Hey y'all, it's Lisa Tai here of All Things Therapy. Thank you for being with me today. I am without a guest. My guest is on the road traveling Flow Tribe band. I just text during the break that we're going to reschedule in the next 3 weeks. I'm going to bring Chad Pino on. We're going to talk about this band Flow Tribe. They are awesome New Orleans funk music the band formed in 2004 and have been together every ever since they're touring right now as we speak in the north carolina and virginia area so go to FlowTribe.com if you want to check out their shows coming up i am just discussing chiron the wounded healer planet and i'm going through the woundings through each sign and i just finished with chiron in libra the next moving along the wheel, would be Chiron in Scorpio. This wounding has to do with a core wounding in power. Power, it's expression, the experience and expression of power. Core wounding in the experience and expression of power. So you may fear your power. Conversely, you might overuse it to be oppressive of others, to be abusive of others and controlling. Or you might completely usurp your power and play small in your life, almost like a, like a helplessness. So for you with this placement of Chiron and Scorpio, the work would be about which degree of the spectrum are you on identifying that for yourself and then taking steps to either embrace your power. If you've been usurping it and and like giving it away or, or learning what healthy and appropriate loving power is. If you've been over using it through abusive ways or overbearing ways to, to regulate the self-regulation of power in your life moving on chiron in sagittarius has to do with core wounding in truth and illusion so the mccarthy area era of politics when they had this mccarthy like the witch hunts identifying all these government officials as communists and which was not true the mccarthy Trials happened under the influence of Chiron and Sagittarius, so a wounding in what truth is, and all these people were brought to trial being accused of being communist when they weren't, so that's the the misuse the of Chiron and Sagittarius, the wounding in truth an illusion where it gets twisted conversely there was uh i think nato established and again i don't have i wasn't prepared for this i don't have my material in front of me if memory serves me there was a huge positive government regulation that also happened with chiron in sagittarius where the trade alliance was established to have us do better trading with other countries back at that time um chiron in capricorn has to do with core wounding and achievement, responsibility, and success. So you might uh, overperform, you might overfunction at work, or you might underfunction and actually employ usury and inflating your accomplishments when when really somebody else might be doing it for you, but you're taking credit yourself. That's an example of of the and the unbalanced end of Chiron in Capricorn having to do with responsibility, achievement, and success. A positive thing that came out. I'm trying to remember when Chiron was in Capricorn. Um, again, something really positive occurred in our nation's history. Oh man, it was just right here. Chiron and Capricorn having to do... Oh, this is so. Bill Gates during Chiron and Capricorn, Bill Gates shifted from running Microsoft to switching and running his nonprofit. So that's a huge shift and an example of Chiron and Capricorn, um, you know, really doing well, really moving you to to what adds value to what is success, redefining what success is for you. And and Bill Gates did that under this influence. So that was a super positive example of Chiron in Capricorn and the potential the healing potential all of these placements of Chiron have both a healing potential and a wounding potential so my book is to help you move towards your healing potential with awareness of what your wound is now it's great if you're in a relationship to know what your partner's Chiron is, where that is, because it typically, those are the issues that you're butting heads against uh, around. Those are the issues you're fighting about, feeling a high level of dissatisfaction about. So if you know where where your core wounding is, where your Chiron is, you can really help support each other and not go to those places, not go to those fights or arguments and, and further the wound. You don't want to deepen your loved one's wound. You want to Help them heal in a conscious relationship is my opinion and and thought. Um, Chiron in Aquarius would follow next. Chiron in Aquarius has to do with a core wounding in your sense of developing community. So even if you are a part of a community, you might have a hard time feeling connected To your community, and it leaves you feeling very isolated and lonely. So, I talk about ways to branch out and even share your vulnerability. All of us, from time to time, myself included, have felt loneliness, have felt disconnected, have felt like I'm not even sure how to get to where I want to be. And feel connected. It feels scary to, to have those kinds of feelings. And and there's always a sense accompanying them that no one else feels this way. And that's just not true. Everyone feels. Anything you felt, anything I felt, someone else has felt it and is right now. So it's about reaching out to a trusted person or going to a meetup group. That's one of the, the offerings I have in my book is to join a meetup group around a share cause. Uh, people with Chiron and Aquarius really love shared missions and work and adding value. So if you can find something to add value to and do that with another person or in a community, that helps to heal this wound and therefore you develop community. The last placement would be Chiron in Pisces and this has to do with a core wounding and one sense of connection to the immaterial world and with your own self-care. So for you this placement the wounding of Chiron can look like you have a hard time taking care of yourself you overextend you you overextend in ways of escapism like you might shop too much you might have an issue around alcohol using alcohol to self medicate or drugs or sex or traveling spending money you know it's a placement where there could be some addictive behaviors that you use to to regulate your own emotional well-being and the key to your healing is through identifying what what do you believe spiritually it it could be if you're if you don't believe in something greater than you as in god or nature it might be through science it might be through um just the way science can can bring a sense of meaning and order to our lives that really resonates with some people so as you identify kind of a meaning and purpose for yourself in that in that bigger way, and then choose to start taking care of yourself better, you heal your core wounds. And interestingly enough, Mother Teresa had her Chiron in Pisces. And we know the immense good that she brought to this world through healing others and working with the people of India and the children of India. She completely transformed her wound of Chiron into being of service in a way that brought meaning and value then and now. We will never forget Mother Teresa and her work in this world. And what I give for you as a mental picture, if you have your Chiron in Pisces, I have this in my book, is um, when you're flying in aviation, they have it down. When it says if we lose cabin pressure an oxygen mask will come down secure your mask first before you secure the mask of your child or loved one that is the message for you if your chiron is in pisces take care of yourself first and then you'll be able to better serve and meet the needs of others as you consistently do you so uh yeah wrapping up my summer here in Los Angeles. I'm back to New Orleans on Monday. I'll be doing the show from there, and I'm looking forward to getting back to New Orleans. I have a new glass art job to begin, and um i love I love the easiness of New Orleans. I love how. There is not traffic there. There are larger parking spaces. I get to see my sisters and my mom, dad, and stepmom. I'm taking a trip to Florida to see some dear friends in Pensacola. And um, then I'll be back to Los Angeles. I really appreciate y'all hanging with me through this solo show. I hope that I have brought you something of value. Please follow and subscribe to my work on Facebook and Instagram at Nola Therapy. Reach out to me to schedule sessions. Lisa at Nola Therapy is my email. Um, you can text as well. All that information's on my website. And I just am really sending you all of my love, my appreciation, my gratitude, and my just heartfelt sense of we are in this together. And um, I'm just excited to see what's next. Bye. listening to all things therapy with lisa tahir only on la talk radio